This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Monday.com, an amazing tool that allows you to work the way that work works for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz, and no guest today. I'm going to do a solo show. In fact, I'm going to do three solo shows. This is part one. I'm going to talk about the customer journey, the marketing hourglass. And then part two is going to be content, planning your content by journey stage. And then I'm going to finish up with just a content planning, what I'm calling a content planning workshop. This is part one, so we'll definitely connect part two and part three when I record those. You can connect them all and have one big giant topic to go with this podcast or three shows linked together. So let's get started on part one. This one is the marketing hourglass. Now, marketers have long held this idea of a marketing and sales funnel, a, a notion that, I don't know, you start with a large target group, somehow squeeze a few clients down through the small end of the funnel, and voila, you've got all these loyal customers. It seems like the marketing funnel idea has, has gotten even more popular with all the folks talking about all the crazy ways to design these funnels. For years, I've been promoting something I call the marketing hourglass. I think it's a much more holistic uh, way of thinking about the customer. Still today, 80%, 90% of small businesses talk about the bulk of their customers coming by way of referral. Well, referrals happen because people have a great customer experience. So the idea behind the marketing hourglass, and if you think about the shape, it does borrow the funnel, but then turns it upside down. At the point where somebody becomes a customer, it actually expands to out to in, a, in a much greater way to focus on the customer experience. So <clears throat> the marketing funnel kind of suggests it's a straight line, and I think that, quite frankly, the buyer's journey you know, has changed dramatically. In fact, I think that's the thing that's changed the most about marketing in general. It's just the way people become customers. So in your traditional marketing funnel, you might have stages like awareness, consideration, purchase. But the marketing hourglass consists of seven connected stages that I think are more like behaviors. They are know, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. And so our job, of course, is to logically move people through those stages of behavior that I personally think people want to go through. So if you take this marketing hourglass approach, it really suggests that you're going to strategically give equal attention to building trust and delivering a remarkable experience. So when you do that, you set your business up to really create the kind of momentum uh, that comes really with an end-to-end customer journey. In other words, referral customers. So let's break it down into some steps. Again, those are no like trust, Try, buy, repeat, and refer. So the first thing for you to do is, is really to take stock in the ways that your business comes into contact with customers and prospects today, or at least that you believe. So you don't always know exactly how somebody finds you, but you probably have a pretty good idea of the ways that people who are looking for a business like yours start to find information, start to make a decision, have what they expect after they make a decision. So... 
Experience tells me if you go and you look at your business, basically think about it as how does a customer become a customer? What happens after they become a customer? Just think about yourself as a customer moving through your business. Now, experience tells me that some of the things that happened are planned and, and, and scripted, really, but some things happen by accident and some things just don't happen at all. So, for example, a really common gap in the businesses that I've worked with over the years exists in the transition from transaction to implementation. So marketing and sales got the order, but what happens next? Another really common mistake is to believe that all you have to do is to run ads and respond to requests when, in fact, many potential buyers that want hand-holding and, and nurturing and, and follow-up in order to know that you're going to deliver on your promises. So once you do the audit now, and just all you're looking for is what exists today. What do we do today that might fit into those stages? There's no hard and fast line between stages. Just get a sense of what people uh, would do as they were considering buying from a, a company like yours. Now, <clears throat> the next thing we're going to do is map the customer journey. So one of the hardest things for many business owners to do is, is to put themselves in the shoes of prospective clients long before that client knows that you have the answer. We often want to convince people we can solve problems that maybe they don't even know they have yet. So in order to effectively build your marketing hourglass, you've got to fully understand the questions that your prospects are asking themselves before they're aware that your solution exists. For example, let's say you sell, I don't know, signage. You must start to build awareness through your marketing to prospects, not by explaining how great your signs are, but by addressing ways that businesses can build a stronger culture, attract more clients, make it easier for customers to find what they need. All great uses for signs, by the way. So you get that? So then you're going to construct your marketing hourglass from considering these questions. And in stage or phase two and three of this uh, podcast on the Marketing Hourglass, I'm going to talk about designing content just for each of these journey stages. But first, we want to look at just the stages themselves so that you understand it. So think about the touch points and journeys. You, you can then start to fill in the logical stages of your hourglass with maybe campaigns or processes and touch points that will lead to a great experience. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor, there are a lot of tools out there to help companies get work done. We recently switched over to a tool called Monday and we love it. At first I thought it was just a project management tool, but we use it in many ways to run our entire business. Marketing, sales, task management, even recruiting, and certainly project management. But what I love, the real difference with this one is that it has all these automations built in. So, so much of what we need to get done can be automated in a way that we don't have to keep paying attention. If something gets checked off a list, it gets marked, moved over to done, somebody gets notified. The automations are awesome. Check it out yourself at ducttape.me forward slash Monday. So let's talk about the stages themselves. Break them down. So again, no like trust. Try, buy, repeat, and refer. So the no stage, obviously this is the awareness. Articles that do well in search, advertising, even referrals actually go into the no stage. This is how somebody comes to know about your business, who you are. Now the like stage, 
doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to do things so people like you. This is the stage that once somebody finds you, they start thinking about whether or not they want to go deeper. They want to explore. And so (laughs) a lot of times, this is the first impression stuff. This is the stuff that does your site load quickly? Is it intuitive? Does it look like they think it should look like? These are all the, the first impression, what you know they would expect to see. So those go into the like category. And, and obviously that can be content. That can be your big message above the fold. That can be that they see people uh, that look like them or that are in their industries that are, that are part of your website. Now the trust page, this is one that I don't know that somebody necessarily goes to, say, a website or, or reads your materials and says, ah, do I trust them? But we're mentally making note of that. And so little things like reviews, success stories, client testimonials, even uh, badges and where your articles have appeared, those types of things go a long way towards building trust. So once somebody's investigated, and now they're starting to think, well, gosh, I wonder if these people can solve my problem. I, I think it's great when we can give people a way to try, to, to, to understand what it might be like to work with your business. And this doesn't necessarily mean the SaaS model of a free trial uh, for 30 days on the software. It might mean that for you, but it also might just mean what happens when they call you? <laughs> what happens when they fill out a form? What happens when they request a quote? Do, is there a webinar that they can attend? These are all ways that people actually start trying what it would be like to work with your business. Now, the buy stage, obviously, this is where somebody says, okay, you've made a proposal. It seems right. I want to buy. So this is the stage where we want to start thinking about the transaction itself is it frictionless? Is it easy? Does it make sense? How Can we orient new customers? Can we exceed their expectations? Is there a place here where we can surprise them? Can we Are we communicating all the details? Do we have a new customer kit that we can give to folks? These are all the types of things that can go into the buy category. Now, repeat. Certainly, repeat happens because, first off, people still have a repeat need, but also they receive the value they thought they were going to get. They understand the value that they got. So this is where we're actually communicating results. This is where we're actually communicating in general. This is where we're going back and making sure uh, that they're happy. And in some cases, this is something that that we take for granted. A lot of times uh, we do what we promised. They paid us. They got the result. Everybody's happy. A lot of repeat business happens because we are actually making sure that they see the value. Uh, that they get. And it may just be in the reporting that we do to really put it right in their face that month after month, here's what you're getting. It might actually be in the work that we do to demonstrate, hey, here's some other stuff that if you like the result you got, here's some other products or services that we could add. It might be a way to actually, in the repeat, there might actually be a process to understand just what other needs they have. So those are all things that go into repeat category. Now, refer is the ultimate journey, right? That's the ultimate goal of the journey is for us to get referrals. Um, and, and referrals, in my experience, happen for one of two reasons. Either we ask people for referrals or somebody that they know asks them, do you know anybody who does X? And so they think of you and they make a referral. So in this stage, what we have to think in terms of is first and foremost, how do we create a great experience, right? How do we be referral worthy? But then we also have to think about what are the processes and campaigns 
that would make it easy for those people who want to refer to introduce us and to refer business to us. And don't forget, uh, a large category might be strategic partners. People that have our same ideal client in mind can be great referral sources as well if we can create win-win situations for strategic partners. A fully developed marketing hourglass, I think, is a, a thing of beauty, of course. But the thing is, it's never really done. I mean, you can always go to work on adding to it, making it better, monitor, monitoring and measuring the places where people don't seem to move as easily to the next step and, and really make conversion in that step your primary you know, job for that month or that quarter. Anytime you enter a new market, develop a new product or service. You can use this framework as a way to make sure that you create the perfect end-to-end customer journey for every offer. This is, as I said, this is step one in the customer journey in the Marketing Hourglass podcast series of three that I'm doing here. This is where we design, we start thinking about this idea strategically and we start designing it into our business. In this next podcast, I'm going to talk about the ways that we think about content by journey stage. Content is a big driver of moving, helping moving people uh, through each stage. So now we have to think about what content needs we have, not just to attract people, but to help build that know, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, and refer. So make sure that you find out, find them step number two in the marketing hourglass. All right, take care. Thanks for tuning in. And by the way, have I mentioned I love those reviews on iTunes, so check it out. All right, so that wraps up another episode. I want to thank you so much for tuning in, and you know we love those reviews and comments, and just generally tell me what you think. Also, did you know that you could offer the duct tape marketing system, our system, to your clients and build a complete marketing, consulting, coaching business, or maybe level up an agency with some additional services? That's right. Check out the duct tape marketing consultant network. You can find it at ducttapemarketing.com and just scroll down a little and find that offer our system to your clients tab.